Show me something. Hello and welcome to the Show Me Something podcast. My name is Will. I'm Trevor. And I'm Jacob. And today I showed the boys the album Helplessness Blues by Fleet Foxes. Yep. Yeah, it was good. It was solid. I liked it. Cool. I enjoyed it. It's not my type of music, but I enjoyed it. Fair. Yeah. That's what we're here for. You know? So I guess there's not really a spoiler version. No. No, not for this. So Uh, Fleet Foxes is a, I guess you could say folk band, primarily based in Seattle, Washington. They've been around since about 2008 was their first album. Um, They've dropped three albums. Um, Their first release was Sun Giant, which was an EP. Came out in early 2008, and then it was followed quickly by their self-titled debut album, Fleet Foxes, on Sub Pop Records, which is a well-known indie record label. They have had Nirvana, uh, is probably the most notable one for a wider audience. Helplessness Blues, the one that we're talking about today, came out in May 2011, and they took like a six-year hiatus. And Damn, just, I didn't know that. That's six a years. long hiatus. The, oh. Yeah, from Helplessness Blues to the next one, which was... Crack up, which yeah. is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys? How'd you guys feel? Um, so yeah, uh, I listened to it three times all the way through, and then certain songs I listened to a lot more than three times. Cool. Um, so the way that I did it was basically I the very first time I listened to it, um, I like was trying to break or not break down, but like make a note on every single song. Sure. Which I did that less on the other listens, but it was Mm -hmm. just me trying to commit the songs to memory. Yeah. Um, and then after that I started to be more like, um, free form and like, um, kind of train of thought with my notes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like what I was really feeling about the songs. And I also listened to them, um, different places and different times. So the very first time I listened to it, I was in this office where we do the podcast recording and, um, it was just like the middle of the day listening to it, just hanging out on the couch, listening and taking notes. And then after that, the second listen, I was outside on the porch um, at sunset. Classic. Ooh. Good spot to listen to a folk band. Yeah, um, for sure. And then the third time was yesterday, like mid-afternoon, hanging out on the porch. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I initially rated it out as a 7.5 out of 10 for me. And then on my last listen, I went up to an 8 out of 10. Hell yeah. What did you think, Trevor? Uh, so my listens, my first listen, well, my first two listens were at my computer in my room because uh, I really just wanted to, like, the first listen, I really was focusing on it. I had my headphones on. I made sure I wasn't going to be bothered at all, and I just really listened to it and made my notes on it. Second listen, I did while I was, like, doing some, like, emails and stuff and, like, just had it on as a background thing. Mm-hmm. And my third listen, I was um, driving here with it i was planning on doing two driving listens because i was supposed to go to work the other day and then it got canceled due to the outbreak that is happening yeah (laughs) the end of the world uh but i i enjoyed it you know it's not my type of music some of the songs i didn't quite get i guess yeah right on some of them i really liked actually there's like uh i I mean there were a couple of them that were like um like pretty different and experimental like the two-parter songs and stuff like that yeah the two-parter songs Um, were interesting uh, I definitely had at least I had one out, standout favorite, and then the other two favorites I kind of was struggling to figure out. Because what was your standout? Are we just gonna go into favorite? Yeah, we'll go into favorite. Yeah, I, I just kind of curious. Well. Yeah. <laughs> My standout favorite was Cascades, actually. Ooh. Interesting. The yeah. instrumental one. I don't know. It's so good. The first time I listened to it, I'm listening, and I'm like I saw the name, and I'm just like, all right, all right. There's like a Spanish vibe to it, and then. 
like the the symbols or the whatever it is just sounds like rain and i was just like man this is cool <laughs> like i really, really dug that cool. it's a really good instrumental and yeah, yeah like what are my notes even i think i like, um overlooked that one a lot because it was an instrumental i probably wasn't paying enough attention but uh my top um the first two times i listened to it my favorite song was uh montezuma the verse track yeah. really first track on the album i think it's fantastic track yeah um and then and every single time also or well the first two times my second favorite was blue spotted tail mm. the second to last track where it's uh his vocals are a lot higher and it's just like a light uh, acoustic guitar behind him singing yeah. mm-hmm. um and then the very last time i listened which i stick to now definitely um blue spotted tail is my favorite and montezuma is second what's third oh third um third switched up a lot actually so the the first time i listened to it i didn't have a third i yeah. just had an easy top two yeah um and then after that uh my third was lorelei and actually no it stayed as lorelei i remember the third time i was listening to it though i had to go back and listen to a couple of tracks because like i was really that third spot was was it's really tough. tricky yeah yeah like mm-hmm. my my other two by that initially were grown ocean and battle kinsey Battle Kinsey got knocked right out. Damn. Battle Kinsey got knocked out. Yeah. And then it stayed Grown Ocean, and then I went uh, Bedouin Dress. Okay. So, yeah. oh, yeah, my my other two. So, like, I, yeah, I kind of switched around a little bit. My, what I settled on was Sib, oh, my God, I can't Sim read Salabim. my own. Sim I can't read my own handwriting. Yeah, Sib Salabim. Yeah. I was very close to that. The guitar on that is amazing. Yeah. Really uh, like it. Battle Kinsey as well. But also, I want to, It's like, such a weird song. I have a huge. I just want to do a huge, like honorable mention, I guess, because I loved the the shrine and argument. Yeah. I love his vocals in that one. Yeah. Whenever he really feels like he's like just working them and like yeah. belting, like whenever he really brings up his vocals, it's I was rare. like, that's fantastic. But other parts of the song, I wasn't a huge fan of. Like, is the, it the, the horns and stuff? The no, horns? honestly, the horns was interesting. It was. An was that supposed take. to be the argument? Was yeah. the the horns? I assumed. Yeah, I think so. But, okay, that's what I thought. I've well, never. I don't know for sure, but you'd have to assume. Yeah. I, I kind of dug the the horns and stuff, but just other parts of the song, I was just like, it's okay. Okay. That was interesting. The horns and then his vocals were what kept me coming back to that song. I was yeah, like, yeah. man, I wish he did another song where he really just would like belt it yeah. more. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know because he's got it's like. Yeah, he's a great singer through the rest of them, but that one particular just yeah, really going at it. Just I liked that a lot, and I wish I heard more of it. I also feel like I really wanted to like the two-parter songs more than I did because yeah. I just like that kind of thing. Like and um, like Green Day does it sometimes with like their like they have songs that are like four songs in one. Yeah, and they're fantastic. I think they do that on American Idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of fun when bands will do that. Or if they do like an A and B side of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the Black Keys have done that and they're like drastically different. Queen the did a bunch of same. those, right? Maybe, I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure Queen did oh, a bunch of those. Rhapsody. That's yeah. probably like the first oh, yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. Um, but yeah, so w- what do you think? It's your, it's your album. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, I will say, um, just touching on that point before I move into my own thoughts, their next album, Crack Up, has a lot more of the two-parter, if not more-parter songs. Um, I think there's two that use the same title format of like one song slash one song. Yeah. One song. Um, they dive into that a lot more in, on crack up, which is also wonderful. Um, as is their first album. I'm a huge fan. Obviously I have listened to fleet foxes since my freshman year in college, which was 2009. 
Um, I got into their first album as a freshman, listened to it a lot my freshman year, uh, which was a, kind of like an isolated time for me. Um, yeah, it's that kind of music. It reminds me when yeah. I was listening to uh, Bon Iver in college. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. It was honestly, it was Fleet Fox's first album, the subtitled, and it was Forever Forever Ago. Classic. You was were like, just crying in your room yeah, playing a banjo. I mean, it was, it was a weird time, man. I mean, like, I, I enjoyed college, but I'm, I'm, I'm more introverted than extroverted, generally. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time my freshman year, like, hanging out in my dorm alone playing Modern Warfare 2 <laughs> right um, on. on the top bunk. Getting good at Rust. Getting good. <laughs> yeah. uh, hitting the fall camo on the scar and the aug, you know. Dropping nukes. Got to. Uh, never dropped a nuke in my life, actually. Me neither. Not a big kill guy. No. <laughs> Almost a poor that's guy. 25. Yeah, that's 25. Yeah, that's You have to go 25 in a row. Yeah, I think anyway. it's 25. Didn't play a lot of Call of Duty. Played mm. a lot of other games. Yeah, you were was, a, wasn't a Call of Duty Hearthstone guy? No. No, Hearthstone was afterwards. Yeah, Hearthstone was way after. I was. I, was I played. Boy. I didn't actually play much Hearthstone in college. I played mostly Overwatch in college. It's all oh, I played in college was Hearthstone. Guys, I played it for three I, years. I forget that I'm like... Yeah, I played Overwatch. I've played Overwatch consistently since I've lived here, but that's four years ago. I haven't me, played so. Overwatch in a while now because yeah. my tra- internet's trash. So it's, it's great. to play stuff. Anyways. Well, anyway, this is... I've spent, so I listened to them from their first album onwards. So when this album came out, it was anticipated for me. So I've had, I've lived with this album for nine years now, um, the better part of nine years. So I remember it coming out. Uh, I was a sophomore in my second semester and I remember like coming back from the gym and it had like came out and I laid down on the floor of my dorm room and listened to it front to back. So like, nice. I have a lot of experience with this album. Yeah. Um, it's probably hard for me to talk about without being like super gushy and kind of nonsensical about. Go for no, it. No, man, yeah. But it's like top three albums of all time for me. Um, Dang. And there have been times in my life where I've said it's my favorite album of all time. I'm a huge music guy. Music is my favorite thing in the world. Um, so I'll bring obviously a lot of film and whatever else to this podcast. But I think music will be the thing that I enjoy bringing to you guys the most because we all, I think, have pretty different tastes in yeah, terms of what we've been experienced yes. to yeah, i mean for sure jacob and i have a decent venn diagram i want to say of like stuff that we have kind of yeah that we listen to like we both love kanye we both love kendrick yeah um i like the black keys i know you love the black keys yeah i do love the black um keys. and then i'm very much the outlier yeah, i feel like Trevor <laughs> listens to anime music and country music yep yeah. pretty much anime country and then weird drips of uh dubstep and pop and just anything like I like of, I like pop music. A lot of times, my music taste comes from a visual thing. Like I've watched a video with a really like with like a really cool video with a song backing it, and then for some reason, I just want to keep listening to that song because I keep at that point then replay the video in my head mm-hmm. at that point. For so sure. a lot of my music t- like I don't have you like having a visual medium with your uh, yeah. Music. I don't really like you guys listen to albums. You guys really appreciate music, and me, I don't know if I've ever sat down and listened and appreciated an album before this. Wow. <laughs> like, I thought about... I tried to think about this, and I'm like, I've probably listened to an album, like a country album, at some point in my life. Like in the car or Could something. never think of the one time I did, because I would never purposely put it on. Your parents never would put on an album, like in the car on a road trip? Radio. Even on road trips? Yep. When you have to skip around? No oh, wow. shit. Find a new station. We had backup CDs in the car. Same. Like we had uh, when I was a kid, they were country albums, 
and then later on my mom had like black key cds and stuff yeah. um that was like more us centric we did oh you know what okay i definitely listened to the backstreet boys and stuff because oh we, fuck yeah yeah their millennium like, album hell yeah, yeah cds is kid like yeah okay those cds is I had, blue. I, we had a dope ass boombox, my dude and we Same. would just hang out on the porch and listen to it Same. <laughs> but i never appreciated him i was just like i'd listen to it and then like after i was like because i'm a kid i'm just like all right, skip, skip, skip. Here's the song I like. Skip, skip, skip. Here's the other song I, I like. I feel you. Although I, uh, I would listen to obviously like the now CDs where it's a complete mix. Yeah. Usually, pretty much just listen to the whole thing. Yes. I know I would. I would like had my CD player and like sit on the swing and just like listen to music. Yeah. We had kids Bob. and just an angsty little kid. <laughs> Damn, this is crazy. I think that I won't do a movie for like months now, and I'm just gonna give you guys albums because That's fine. I'm down. Because the idea of hearing that this is like the first album you can remember listening to front to back, other than like when I was a little kid listening to Backstreet yeah. Boys or In Sync or yeah. maybe Rascal Flatts, I think we also had that CD. Nice. Um, yeah. I think my sister had a Britney Spears cassette tape at yeah. one point. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking awesome. We had we had uh, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera CDs and stuff. But yeah. like I couldn't remember all the songs on that it was no, probably just no. the few select songs like we really the first liked. three tracks probably pink we had a pink one with um i don't like pink that much get this party start uh, yeah. um thoughts on pink that my parents would always turn it down whenever they say you'll be kissing ass that my parents would always turn the volume down and turn it back oh up they were again. on their volume knob oh yeah they it's were like, on the volume that's knob. like that vine where the person puts on like that Nicki minaj song and the mom's no! just like no no yeah, <laughs> yeah i think exactly. the line is eat that ass like a cupcake yeah, <laughs> yeah. no classic vine um oh, okay well that's that's really exciting honestly because yeah i i think i probably listen to a new album front to back at least once a week yeah damn that's wild i don't definitely don't do that i don't listen to i stick to the same artists yeah i don't listen to music that often like this is sweet this is perfect yeah it's kind of crazy like Like, i have albums that i want to recommend you but i know that will's already listened to them yeah (laughs) like for sure we'll get to the point where you can like we're we're gonna run out of stuff that all like two people haven't seen where now it's gonna have to be because like, I have one show that I really want to show, but you've already seen it. Yeah. So, like, well, and yeah. I also really want to show it. So we'll get there. And I mean, I know that like Jacob and I both want to show Trevor certain albums that For we both sure. are very intimate with. And I like we really want to hear what you want to say. But of yeah. course, I think I can't wait to hear. What, yeah, I, I don't want to say what they are. But no, but we'll, we'll we, we know yeah. what, the, what the other one is talking about. I think a lot of the joy of this pod will be two people experiencing something new at the same time. But. It will obviously get to a point where One a lot of us have similar interests and we want to share. For sure. Especially with the if other. the desire becomes extremely strong. Right. Which it could. Yeah, I mean <laughs> which, I already really want to show him those yeah. things. And we and don't I even have to show... we don't even have to wait until we run out of stuff. No. Like yeah. it's, it's long, once we're I think a little bit more established in the format, then right. we start switching it up a little bit. Agree. But yeah. yeah. It'll be yeah. sometime in the future. Um but Trevor, did you say what um you rated the album as a whole? I did not. Or what do you think? Give it a ballpark. I d I don't know if I if you were prepared for that or not, I'm, but. I'm like I tried to be prepared for that, but like, like I, I didn't, I, I did enjoy it, but I would not put this on again. No okay. offense. I'm, why would I be offended at that? I, I don't know because we haven't had a we haven't had a situation yet where somebody didn't love the thing. I mean, you played music last week when we were hanging out after recording well, that neither of us. We kind of say that with again. Dave though. We where we were, it was like a, a true a cautious recommendation. I, I don't know, like. Six, because I personally, I, I I'm glad I listened to this. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It was a different. It's something I am not used to, but it's not something I personally would go. You know what? 
Like even Cascade, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever put it on again, except maybe once or twice in the future. I'll be like, you know, that was a cool. See, that's what I think moment. is good about um, curating really specific playlists, though, because you could always throw that song on yeah. in like a deep playlist that's similar. Right. Like I did that for a couple of tracks on my um, Easy and Chill playlist because it's the whole playlist is like that kind of vibe. And you're always so putting like, that on. Even when if I'm I here, won't so. think of the band again, I'll be able to hear that song again, yeah. and it'll throw me back in. True. You know? But you you don't really use Spotify. No, not... You don't have premium. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't even have Spotify. You need to listen to it on YouTube. Boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bro, I could have given you the CD. Now I know. All right. Yeah. Next I mean, time I'll just bring you the CD. Because I have... I mean, again, I have over 100 CDs. I have like 50 vinyls. Like, I, I'm i a music boy. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I went to school for film, but music has always been my first... I mean, you composed the intro to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Shameless mm-hmm. plug. Yeah, so, I did. Um, <laughs> you are definitely the most musical of the three of us. Well, yeah. I, um, I take pride in that. But, I no, yeah, it. I guess a six, because I did enjoy it, and I'm not putting it as a six because I hated it. Yeah, no. It's just... I don't think a six rating is a hate rating. Not at all. Yeah, it's... I just... it's It was good. Yeah. That, That's all I can ask That's for. That's kind of it. Like, yeah, yeah, you always stood with an open mind, enjoyed certain parts of it. I very much and did. Are like, open about the fact that it is way outside your wheelhouse. It is. is like folk. I've had people try. Like I think someone in college tried to recommend a folk band to me once. Yeah. And I think I listened to a couple of the songs and I was like, It okay. seems like it would be in your wheelhouse, which is the craziest thing, because it's like a, it's 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 like just a different form of like country music. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I'll I'll recommend more stuff. As like and no, please like don't let this influence how obviously like we know that this shouldn't like no rating should influence what we bring. Right. Like I like maybe if I listen to more folk stuff, I might get into it more. Yeah. Maybe I'll start to appreciate yeah. it more. But like for now, uh, that's uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's I mean that's, it's like, that's great. It's like folky like alt indie rock. Yeah. And yeah. Like so my I was trying to compare it to stuff for people that haven't listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> with like more mainstream ish stuff. And I can do that too. So I thought it was similar to like Mumford and Sons mixed with. Um, of her uh, of monsters and men and the lumineers was okay. like a it was like a mix of all those together and like a little bit of boni Vare. that hurts my soul you think so yeah <laughs> just because i have the music snob angle of like well those are like Mumford more mainstream. Sons are pop music and yeah but they have a banjo pop. they do yeah no for sure and this and they they definitely use the same instruments instrumentally it's similar and especially harmonically i think yeah harmonford and sons specifically are similar i, I think that's a good that's a good no it's great comparison. the first the first two no mumford idea. and sons albums are wonderful and I'm, as they came out i listened to them religiously i saw them in college in concert nice. um I haven't. some of the the stuff that both the band themselves have cited and also who i feel they're similar to like uh crosby stills and nash or crosby stills nash and young um is a band from like the 70s that's like folk or americana type music yeah that are that use similarly layered vocal harmonies and the same similar instrumentals i mean this album is unlike anything i've heard um their first album the self-titled album is a lot more Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I think this album, and especially the next one, Crack Up, really are in a league of their own in terms of comparing them to other stuff. Yeah. But uh, also, Pet Sounds by Beach Boys is a big analog for Fleet Foxes. Um, and if y'all haven't heard that... No, I haven't. Nope. Oh, fuck. All right. That honestly... I haven't heard that. the first band you mentioned either. Pretty much as soon as... Like, 
if you ask, have you heard this album to me? The answer is always going to be no, unless you've shown it to me. God damn, that's so exciting. <laughs> Mine with a lot of old music, it's definitely going to be no. Okay. My parents didn't really listen to um, like any classic stuff. So you don't know Beach Boys at all, really? I, I, mean, I, know, I mean, I know like their popular songs right, and stuff. Yeah. But you haven't heard Pet Sounds? Maybe not. I mean, oh. it doesn't... I, I don't know any of the names of their songs. Okay. Well, Pet Sounds might be my next episode. Or so at this point. All right. I dig, um, spoiler. I dig yeah, the spoiler, Beach Boys. Like, I, um, like yeah, that's like a... stuff was cool. That's a super touchstone album, especially for music like yeah. this. Um, yeah, this is very exciting for me. This is my favorite yeah. shit in the world. So. I mean, it was only until last year when I finally got into Elton John and the Beatles. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, fair, yeah. Because yeah. I just did not listen to any classic stuff at all. Yeah. Like, my parents... They would listen to country when I was a kid, like I was saying, right. like like '90s country, and then they just listen to whatever we did. Like, Your, my parents are which was alt rock. My <laughs> parents are sixty-five and seventy-five. Yeah, so I think my parents are both significantly older than yours, right? I'm in my, the late fifties. My okay. dad's sixty something, and my mom's nice coming like somewhere around, like I'm lower than that, but somewhere yeah. around there. Okay, so. I don't want to say I exactly. grew I grew up with a lot of like Bob Dylan. <laughs> Should be pissed. Yeah. Bob Dylan, the Beatles, Rolling Stones, um, Peach Boys were like always in my house. Nice. I've never listened to country in my home ever. I'm also from New York, not from Florida, so I think you're gonna bit, show us a country album. It's a bit Trevor. different. Dude, I'm down. I'm I mean, super down. I actually I'll have, listen to Alan Jackson. I've been thinking about um trying to get an Eric Church album. Like for me really Is that the s- steampunk guy that you showed me? Yeah, I guess, yeah. From that one music video you showed me? There was there's a really uh, Yeah. Um what's it called? Um cannot remember the name of the song right now. I'm really bad at names. That's you guys okay. will find it. It's um, a it's a music video from Eric Church, you said, right? Yeah, They're Eric very Church steampunky. Eric Church is a very different country artist to be fair. He's, and his song was good. It was, it was good. Sturgill Simpson? Hmm? Sturgill Simpson? Probably. Okay. <laughs> He's like a spacey country guy. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric Church is very... He, I think he's got more of like... Um, God, I don't even know what type... He's just he's very different from regu- like standard country. Yeah. I think, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure I've heard him. My, both my roommates in college were big country kids. And then my girlfriend is, is a, loves country and was raised on country. So I'm sure I've heard Eric Church. Mm-hmm. She's played me like a few... Um, of her like more ninety centric, creeping. That's the name of the song. Can't say I'm familiar. Okay, but I, I there's a strong chance I've heard it. Um, country and metal are like the two final frontiers of music for me. Mm-hmm. Metal, I'm still not really there on, but I've heard at this, excuse me, at this point, a lot of country that I like. Okay. Um, and I was always very staunchly like, no, nah, I don't fuck with country. But I mean, modern country. The closest is, I get to it is Johnny Cash and Jimmy Buffett. I really yeah. fuck with Johnny Cash. Jimmy love Buffett, Johnny Cash. Not so much, but I love Johnny. I love both of them. Johnny, but... Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett has like a couple good songs. Yeah, you don't like? I, I just can't get with a song more. called "Cheeseburger in Paradise." It's That's great. not a good song. "Cheeseburger in Paradise" is not a good one. Margaritaville is it? Is Margaritaville's a great? He's got a great voice. And him and Alan Jackson doing um, Five O'clock Somewhere" is great. Yeah, that's true. It's a great song. You can't tell me that when you're at the beach, you don't want to listen to those songs. I don't. That's crazy. <laughs> I want to listen to Lo-Fi. In the Keys? I've never been to the Keys. We'll so. go. We gotta go. Right, cool. Show me something, the Keys. Oh, fuck That'd yeah. That'd be wild. On Show the road. <laughs> Show me something, Travel Pod. That'd be sweet. Um, That'd be um, fun, actually. We tried to do a pod down there. We didn't have enough time, though. Remember, we brought our mics. Did we? Mm-hmm. Don't remember that at all. <laughs> Way to go, guys. We were drunk. <laughs> um, Shameful. Uh, but... Yeah, no, just... I, I might I might try and look through an album and figure out something, but yeah. 
I think it's it's a welcome. Well, we've we've done a ton of movies already, right? So we've done a I'll probably three movies of these. We're fifty percent movies as of the recordings that we'll finish today. Yeah, I feel um, like I'll probably be the most steady with bringing movies, and that's great. That's like likely. that's like I my love medium because I like I I haven't seen as many TV shows as you guys or listened to as much music as you. You're right. basically <laughs> movies. I'm more or less TV, and you're and more music, or less music, yeah. which so. is great. It's a perfect like yeah combination of what we're doing. So let me just drop my top three before yeah, we go, go into it. more. Oh, yeah, hit it. We go into a more... Um, I assume song by song after this. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, let's I'm, do I'm it. Cool with, I'm cool with that. We haven't done an album yet. So and I gonna... also have a question uh, okay. for you. Or do your top for three both first. Of you, really. All right, let me do top three. Uh, number one is the self-titled track, Helplessness Blues, the title track. Mm-hmm. Surprise, no mentions on that one. That song fucks me up. Like, <laughs> I cry to that song constantly. Dang, okay. Really? Um, it is amazing. Number two is Montezuma. Hell yeah. Um, and number three is probably Grown Ocean. Okay. Um, those are, I think, like the big thematic tracks on the album um, that touch on the themes that they wanted to cover about like where you are in life and not belonging and feeling yeah. you want to belong in something greater than yourself and that type of stuff. Those songs just fucking hit me. I Grown mean, Ocean was close for me. I, I mean, is, it was four consistently for me. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't like you don't like Blue Spotted Tail more. I love Blue Spotted Tail. Didn't it was it. almost a three. Nice, but Grown Ocean such just, a good track. Grown Ocean I, hits different. Man. It was good. I love that kind of music though, with the boosted vocals and like light guitar. Behind. Yeah, it's such a nice, soft little song. Yeah. And it's fucking. I mean, his voice. Like I mean, it reminds me of like the like acoustic sets that people do. Like, yeah. Which I always love those versions of songs better yeah. than the, like the studio version. Yeah, his that's fair. He has one of the purest voices I've ever heard. Um, the lead singer is a guy named Robin Pecknold, um, and I've always, I mean, I've said multiple times in my life, like if I could sing, I would want to sing like him, or like if I wanted to, if I was gonna die, and I had to have somebody sing to me, I want it to be his voice. Damn. Like that voice, it's like a voice Damn. of a fucking angel to me. Um, let alone his songwriting capability and whatever else, but like just yeah. the, such a pure voice. And I, you hear that a lot more on the first album, I think, where it's like just these crazy, like sun drenched harmonies. Um, it's less dark, it's a much more a, a brighter album. Um, yeah. You may honestly have heard a few of the, those songs because they were like really popping in like Starbucks. Yeah. Or I mean, like Abby said she playlist. knew the band. Right. So like, I, I, thought when she said that that i was going to know some of the songs but i didn't so. yeah well if you do it wouldn't be songs off of this album it'll oh, okay. be off the first album so they had their little moment in the so this sun. is the album that they like um when they're at they veered off that, that they're like come on guys if you're a real fan you'll know songs off this album yeah i mean they from what i've seen i haven't seen them live i hate when bands do that <laughs> they're they're like my bucket list concert um, you haven't seen them live? I haven't. Have no. they toured? Yeah. Like, they tour every while? album. Yeah. Every album they tour. What was your last album? Crack Up in 2017. They didn't come to Florida, though. Um, Where's the closest they went? Atlanta? I think probably Atlanta. Classic. Yeah. Classic hub is yeah. the deepest south anyone will go. Fuck. It's yeah. the worst. Unless they extend the tour. When they tour, though, they generally do whatever album is the most current, and then they'll sparse in songs from their yeah. older stuff. Um, so, I don't know what I was saying. We oh, can, we can. Talk uh, well, I do have track. a question. Oh yeah, sure. For you guys, um, do you guys know how people decide, like, what song to name the album after, or like, how to even pick that if they do? Like, no where does that even come from? 
from like who? why did they choose um helplessness blues i think i was also thinking that because i didn't think it was the most like standout song on the album yeah so it felt like curious to me I mean, interesting i assume it's the overall theme they try and go with that but also i don't know much about music at all so yeah i think it depends largely on the band i mean yeah. for for them specifically robin pecknold is the one who writes all the songs um lyrically and then has like a he has a consistent band that he works with to do all the music and fill it out yeah. and stuff like that i don't really know i mean i know their next album he got the name from a f scott fitzgerald short story Mm-hmm. called crack up or a book of essays or something like that i don't couldn't tell you i think it's just what he feels uh i do know that was the first single for the album it came okay. out in march single. and the album came out in may like to me montezuma feels like the single off the album really yeah wasn't a single that's crazy to me yeah like it has such like an upbeat tone to it and yeah. the lyrics are like really nice they're fucking amazing like that... it's, it's like the mission statement yeah that's why i think those three are my favorite because I think Montezuma and Helplessness Blues, the track, and Grown Ocean deal with the overall theme of the album. Yeah. Of feeling helpless in like this modern world type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the opening line is just like... Yeah, like my very first note on my first listen was Montezuma's really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's fucking... And that's where I put off rip reminds me of the Lumineers and of Monsters and Men. Yeah, fair. Wow. Who are, I think both came after this album. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because this was 2011. I don't know when the, when Of Monsters and Men came about, well, but I know Lumineers, Lumineers didn't pop off until No, not Lumineers, but Of Monsters and Men. I feel like I was listening to it in early high school, and that was around that time for yeah. me. But I don't know. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah. Um, so speaking of Montezuma, did we want to start going down the list, I guess, of each song? Yeah, I'm happy to. Do a yeah. little quick so, discussion on each one? Yeah, go for it. Those are my... <laughs> that's my, Well, let me see. That's my first note. <laughs> you guys go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I thought for some reason it sounded really familiar to me, Montezuma. Yeah, yeah. I, um, that's kind of how I felt too, and that's why I thought it was a single off of it. Yeah, I have it's no idea weird. why it felt familiar. It just was. But it's like a timeless quality, almost. I think so. Yeah, I think it also just because it reminds me so hard of those other bands. Interesting. That it feels like I've had to have heard of it already. Yeah. You know, but it was just interesting. Like my one note is like it's interesting that his thoughts about. Like in the song, or like him talking about, am I being selfish? And I'm like, in my thoughts, like on hearing what he's talking, like saying, I'm like, you're not being selfish at all. That's just you're living a life. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. I don't know this, the meaning I derived from it. Yeah. It. That whole thing of like living. His life or the life for, a purpose greater than his own. Mm-hmm. I think is like the most, consistent theme throughout the album. Oh, for sure. Um, but those opening lines, man, it's like, I think it's, I'm going off memory here. So, um, so now I'm older than my mother and father when they had their daughter, when they had their daughter. So what does that say about me? It's just like right off the fucking bat. Will's crying the whole time. (laughs) It's a wrap, man. Like, I mean, especially speaking for myself in the current moment, I'm out of a job. Rip, me too. We're in the middle of a potential pandemic situation. Recession. I think it is technically a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. it's a pandemic. It's a economic recession. Like has potentially begun. Yeah, this. I mean, it hit. It's it has hit me this way. Over the the nine years I've listened and lived with this album, but like listening, laying down on my couch last night to listen to it front to back for the first time in a while, 
it was just like fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a real sucker punch, man. Yeah, I feel what like I didn't start out I didn't take enough notes on what the actual like lyrics were of the songs. I don't know if you guys did. Oh, that's mostly what I was taking notes Mine on, are honestly. So random. Mine are... That's great though. I love that. Like, I love for, hearing the thought process. For Bedouin dress, this is all my first listen notes. I just wrote some dope fiddle action question. Great fiddle action. Same. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to that one. Like I just, my first note is dig the fiddle. Yeah, yeah. and then mild nice Irish tones. Like it, yeah. I felt very like like Happy St. Patrick's Day, guys. By the way, yeah, yeah you um, <laughs> Like yeah, I don't know. It's, it was cool. Like the mild Irish tones. Straight up had no idea what the song was about. No, and then um, I on my third listen is where I started to write about Bedouin dress again because it moved into my. Um, Mm-hmm. Essentially a top five. Yeah. Like, because I wrote them down as top three and then almost. <laughs> almost. Um, I wrote, uh, I think I underrated it hard in the other listens, which I did. I didn't even think about it as my, like, could breach the top five. Mm-hmm. Like, that was when I still had Battery Kinsey in there, which you liked a lot. I did enjoy Battery, Battery Kinsey. Battery a bizarre song. It's a bizarre song. Did it but remind I... you of, like, a battle song? That's probably why I liked it, honestly. Like, it reminded me of, like... Um, like it's not, it doesn't sound similar at all. But it reminded me of like when um, Coldplay was doing all that um, like uh, Revolutionary War, like French Revolution stuff. Sure. You don't know Coldplay? <laughs> I I know who Coldplay is. I could not tell you a single one of their songs. That's wild, dude. I'm not good with music. You for sure hold, heard Coldplay before, though. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm telling you, I've heard them. I just I couldn't name a song and I couldn't hum a song even. But I don't know, like. Yeah, although, but for, I don't know, it was, it, Bed Down Dress was cool, I just don't know, Bedouin? Bedouin? Bedouin Dress. I don't know why I said Bed Down. Uh, Bedouin Dress was cool, I just, I don't know what the lyrics were talking about. I listened to this song, was one of the few ones I listened to four times. Yeah. No idea. So you went back and listened to it again? Well, because on the way here, I finished the album and then started it over again. And so I got through Montezuma, Bedouin... Some Salabim. So when you were doing that last, um, like, final listen, when you knew you were getting close, you weren't picking your top songs? You were just going in order again? I went in order up until I was pulling into the parking lot, and then I was like, okay, there was one song I really wanted to re-listen to, and I, like, bumped ahead, and I was trying to find it, and I don't think I ever found it. For me, that was Blue Spotted Tail, and and I couldn't do it, couldn't listen to it before you came in. I saw you approaching. I was like, fuck, I don't have the time. (laughs) (laughs) You could have kept it going. I would have listened to it again. I didn't want to spoilerino anything. I mean, you wouldn't have spoiled it for me, I don't think. I would have just... No, been, I mean, oh, like, listen. Yeah, okay. So you wouldn't have thought, like, oh, I picked that song in 10 No, I would just put, oh, right he's on. almost done with the album. Cool. Right on. Uh, but, yeah, do you know what Bedouin Dress is about? No. I think... Okay, because I have no clue. A lot of the songwriting of the band in general is purposefully abstract, I think. There's okay. not, like, there are certain songs that I don't think there's anything to, like, point in trying to discern meaning. Is it as much... Um, the, like doesn't mean anything as Weezer where like he has like a spreadsheet of like lyrics and stuff. I don't know anything about that. So at least that's what I heard. That was, I heard that on a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he just picks <laughs> lyrics off a spreadsheet. He has like a whole set of sp- like a spreadsheet. And then he like uses like a formula to make like a song that's going to sound the best or some shit like what that. The that's fuck? wild. At least that's what I heard. No, I don't. I don't think know if like they do that. that for every album, but that's wild. Apparently it's something that he's interesting. Before. No, I don't think it's like that. I mean, um, the first album, they... Probably going to piss off a lot of Weezer fans. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Haven't been good since 
Pinkerton, right? Is there Pinkerton was really good. Yeah, Blue Album is always the Actually favorite, last but... year um I went through and was listening to every single one of their albums in I remember in a row. that. Yeah. Um I didn't finish because I got burned out. Like yeah. goddamn they have a lot of albums. They do. But I listened to a shitload of them in a row. Yeah. And Pinkerton was super good. <laughs> Pinkerton's great. That's like their quote unquote classic Which is of the crazy Blue album. because it doesn't have like it's not a colored album. No. It's just Pinkerton. Yeah. Which it seemed like I don't know, they did it randomly, but we're not they talking did. about Weezer. Yeah, it's <laughs> um yeah, no, I don't know. I, I I don't think I could even tell you a meaning for any of the songs outside of like Montezuma, Helplessness Blues, Blue Spotted Tail, and Gorn Ocean. Okay. A lot of them are just like, they sound really nice. The lyrics are beautiful. They evoke a mood more than like an actual meaning. Definitely. Okay. Um, I, I definitely feel that because I feel like it sounded different to me, which I took notes about. Like it really depends on what mood I am when I listen to music yeah. or like where I'm at or what I'm doing or what's going on in my life. Like, yeah. like I'll listen to an album that I love. And if, I, if I'm not in the right mood, it doesn't hit the same and I don't like it as mm-hmm. much. Interesting. Like really drastically <laughs> like that, like, <laughs> that happens a lot with like certain types of like R and B and rap for me. If I'm not in the right mood, I'm not gonna, it yeah. just doesn't hit right. Okay. For me, I'm always like, cause with country music, a lot of songs have a story mm-hmm. like they're telling during the song. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm always looking for is like, all right, what's the little story here? Or what are they talking about? What's going on? Yeah. And so that's kind of what I was looking for in every song. And in the four times I listened to Bedwin Dress, I I don't know what they were talking about. I think there was a girl mentioned at one point. I know there's a geometric pattern dress mentioned at one point. So like, the I don't Bedouin know. Bedwin Dress in, uh, in the name. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah. like, that's... if you like stories and stuff, I feel like you could like that aspect of rap. Um, yes. when we show it to you more than likely. a lot of rap especially i assume the stuff that you would show him has a thematic story to it yeah. especially over an entire album which i will appreciate album. but like i have one in particular like, like a nice deep cut i want i'm gonna mention one so like um if we ever have him listen to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy yeah will we have him watch the short film as well i think we have to okay cool yeah, Are, yeah. there's a, it's a visual piece of the album. it's about essentially a visual album that's awesome for me because it's one i love visual times, stuff it's so. one of the first times i ever heard of an artist doing a visual album yeah like it was before like beyonce's lemonade and shit mm-hmm. yep it Ooh. wasn't the whole st- it was what the f- it, was it was most of the title album. track runaway it's like 30 minutes long so it's like probably half the album because the yeah. album is probably what like sixty minutes. Yeah, but the Runaway is like nine minutes itself. It's not. It's not the entirety. Of they don't have the outro think. on it. Okay. They have. I think it's. I, I haven't watched it in yeah, a long time, but either. I don't think it's the entirety of the song. Okay. Yeah, that thing is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um. Yeah, visual albums companions are like a wonderful thing, and they should happen more. There's one on Netflix that I watched not too long ago. What the Lonely Island one? No, that one was <laughs> funny though. Uh, I did watch that one too. There was like um, it seems funny. It's like about a samurai or something. Interesting. I, I saw it and it was like a weird animated piece, kind of. Uh, and I was expecting something like Love, Death, and Robots, which is one of my things I'm going to show you guys, even though I started showing you. Yeah, I've already seen it. I've seen, seen I thought you've seen it too. You've seen it? I have. Never mind then. Impossible um, to show. <laughs> Anyway, Wait, what the fuck big, is this thing you're talking big about? Big recommend for you I don't know, guys it was, out there. Um, Samurai visual album? Yeah, because like, I was really confused at first, and then at the end it was like based on the music by this group, and I was like, oh, wild. And it was like every song had a different like little bit of the story to it, but the story would change up drastically. It was wild. Hmm, it was on Netflix. Um, Netflix is pumping out all sorts of content. All sorts of weird stuff, which I love. I love the weird stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like... 
Wait, was it Sound and Fury? Sounds right, maybe? Click on That's it. the motherfucker I just told you about, Sergio Simpson. Whoops. The country artist. That's funny. No, wait. Hold on. That can't be it, though. No, look. It was not country music at all. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I googled Samurai Visual Album Netflix and Sturgill Simpson came up. Whoops. Thoughts, Trevor? Uh, yep, that was uh, it. <laughs> hey! That can't be it. <laughs> can't be it. See, I don't... like. But I told you he was like a spacey country. It's not like your classic... like. Yeah, so I don't know. I dug that a lot, though. It was cool. Oh, that's sweet. I want to watch it now. Yeah. That's oh. cool. Do I have something to show this musical? I think musical? you do, yeah. I think you do. Oh, I have something to show this musical. Exciting. Right, right on. Cool. All right, sweet. <laughs> um, Who knows when that'll actually happen, but it's Whatever, something. we'll put it on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. We've got a lot anyway. to go over. So, I guess Sim Salabim is next. I love Sim Salabim. It was cool. It was uh, definitely like jockeying for place as second or third for me, so... Yeah, I, it was it was close for me because I, I really dug the uh, the guitar in it. Yeah, yeah. I also cool guitar solo. Uh, I like the drums and the fact that really early it has. It's not like I don't think it's like a a beat change, but like it like just really. I don't know what the term is, but the volume goes up. A crescendo. Sure. Yeah. At the really early in the song, it's yeah. really quick from like soft, soft, and then it's like boom, let's mm-hmm. go, and I'm like that was cool. And I guess it was about a girl or something who is doing something. Some, hair cutting was a very serious part of that song. Interesting. That I noticed. Like, I probably know all <laughs> the words know. to these songs, but a lot of them don't hold meaning for me. Okay. So. Outside of just being, like, wonderful to sing along to. A lot of my notes yeah, are I wasn't, useless then. <laughs> I wasn't. They're li- not useless at all. No, I don't think that's that. nice because you listen to something different or you had, like, a different ear for something because yeah. I wasn't looking for that at all. It was also. Mm-hmm really hard for me to go back to this album after having it in my life for so long and like take notes on it so i i mean i I didn't take notes i couldn't i just like i didn't know what the fuck to say that's fair because it means so much to me you know like all i wrote down was the track list (laughs) like 1 to 12 i wrote the songs in order i said what three were my favorite and i like what songs i thought had the best transition from song to song yeah but like otherwise i i felt that I would be able to speak to it just off of memory. But I mean, nine years of having this album in my life, and I don't, I couldn't tell you what songs are about outside yeah. of those few that I mentioned before. And that's fair. Like, yeah. I just, like, that's what I, that's kind of what I go to is like the, the what the lyrics are talking about. And what Which is means. sweet. It's Do you a, spend a lot of time song. on Rap Genius? What? It's just Genius now. Oh, it is? Genius.com. Oh, okay. It's a website where, like, you can look up the meaning of lyrics. I've never heard of this. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not just for rap music, though. It's for everything, it's yeah. For everything. I was on it today for this album. Oh. I've done a good browse of um, of Beatles lyrics on there. It's pretty funny. It's sweet. <laughs> it's well, like a lot of them is just like, they spend a lot of time on acid and heroin. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what the lyric will say, and I'm like, right Drugs. on. <laughs> I don't know if I should look at that, though, because I kind of feel like I almost want to go yeah, into I mean, these I'm things just saying I find it interesting. with my interpretation, I you guess. You can use it for lyrics just alone, though. If you click on certain... You know, couplets, it will tell you a crowdsourced meaning of the lyric. Okay. Some artists also, like primarily rap artists, go on there and will annotate the lyrics themselves, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I know Freddie Gibbs does that a lot. One of my favorite rappers. Um, But yeah, I was on there this morning looking at lyrics for Blue Spotted Tail and Grown Ocean, actually. Oh, nice. All right, dope. I think two great songs to end on as well. It's fucking ridiculous. Pretty cool song, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, yeah. 
We won't we won't <laughs> bust our nut on that yet though. So Simpson Alabama track three, nice song, no crazy meaning to it, I don't think. Um Yeah, I, I just my only note about the meaning is about a girl. That's all I got. Cool. And then the haircut thing really stood out to me a, a bit. Like yeah. and uh the incantations, which I don't even know about that, but the like he mentions haircutting twice in it. Yeah. Like she's like well cut your hair. That was the second yeah. time and the first time I think was when I assumed it was hair cutting when it was like um shaving the youth or like children of the area. I forget what the actual lyrics are. Okay. Something about like small kids right after the incantation part. Interesting. Hmm. So I don't know, it was just like it was it was, I don't know, it was interesting. And then he says Delilah in it, which is one of the syndicated hosts on my radio station. Hashtag plain white tees. <laughs> uh, hey fuck, there, Delilah. Oh, fuck I was that thinking, song. You know what? Why didn't I go to that? Like fuck I've been working. I know who you're talking about though. The the Delilah. radio host. Yeah, that's a. She. I'm pretty sure she's national. They just she is. She's nationally syndicated radio. out of Seattle, but hey, same place. Same. There you go. Maybe it was about her. You know Maybe what? honestly, she's been on the air for a long time. I know. I remember she used to be on the radio um, when my mom would listen to ninety four nine, and at that time she was on ninety four nine instead of whatever mm-hmm. she's the yeah. dove. Is that what she's on now? Um, yes. But uh, I always fucking hated it. Wow. I couldn't stand it as a child because it was like people calling in and like talking about how they love people, and I was like, "This is trash." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Put on some fucking Sean Paul, my dude." <laughs> yeah. I was I'm like, "I want to hear temperature again." Where's the Lou Bega, Mama number five? <laughs> Um, that was me as a kid in the back of my mom's SUV, all the way in the back, so they couldn't yeah. hear me. Third row. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. I was all What's that, Jacob? <laughs> Jacob, did you like your dinner, honey? <laughs> I want to listen to something else, mom. <laughs> Good deal. Uh, no, I was always in the back of the my suburban life. too. So yeah, mom had a suburban. Back there on my freaking PSP. Oh, did not have shout that. out PSP, homie. Shout out PSP, shout out Game Boy Advance. Jesus Christ. I had a Game Boy Advance SP. and I, I had, had a purple one. Not the SP. I had the regular Game Boy Advance, bish. No, I had an SP and it was red. I had the white Game Boy Advance and a silver Game Boy SP. Oh, man. I went oh. purple. Did you guys ever have a DS? I had a Never. 3DS. I see. I had the original big clamshell that motherfucker. That was chunky I went fuck. PSP instead. And that thing was lit as fuck. I had that the thing PSP, was ahead of its time. I had the PSP when it came out. I didn't get a 3DS until it was like yeah. a little bit later I in the life cycle. I had the OG brick PSP. Same. No. With, those, with those mini discs? Yeah. 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 Never had one of those. It was really dope. Like, that thing was I powerful. used to play uh, Liberty City Stories in my high school French class with my friend. We would play. We would, like, locally play each other nice. in the middle of class in high school. I great. used to play Peter Jackson's King Kong on there great game Whoa. mind you that's one of that's a Deep movie game, that's a movie game that's actually really solid really <laughs> yeah no shit. at least the psp version of it was dope <laughs> yeah i was a liberty city stories and uh tony hawk's underground one or two i can't remember which one those specifically. very different yeah very different but those are the two those i was the- an underground two guy i didn't have underground one. Oh, underground one's great underground two i play a lot more i think i think underground two was more just a more polished version of, of one same agree i had animal crossing on my ds which was great. Shout out. Yo, shout um, out to fucking yeah, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Dropping and everybody freaking out. Three days from three, now so as of this record. And it will be already out by the time this drops. Trevor and I are very excited. So excited. I'm going to self-quarantine myself just <laughs> so I can play Animal Crossing 24 hours a day. Honestly. I'm not going to talk to Jacob. That's what I've been doing Trevor. with Gunfight. <laughs> yeah, Jacob's a big cod boy right They're now. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you applying for jobs and stuff? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking playing Gunfight all day. <laughs> Yeah, I've and been then, on. What else? I had um, some Ace Time Combat or something. Ace Combat. No, it the was the playing game. 
Yeah, it was a plane game, but it was like you were going through time with it. So, like, you got different planes throughout history. Like, you started out with a little biplane. That sounds kind of cool. It was a weird game I just picked up at Walmart or something. And I then, mean, Ace Combat's a classic franchise. You know what game that does remind me of is Time Splitters. You ever play Time Splitters? Yep. I never played Time only Splitters. The, only that the, game was lit as fuck. Only the box arcade version, though. I never played it, like, on my I PS2. I played, like, yeah, the PS2 version because my never friend had, had the, it. He brought it over. He's like, this game is lit, and I played it. It was lit. It <laughs> was at my movie theater in Elmsford, New York. We played Time Splitters 2, I want to say, in the lobby. They right had an arcade lot of pokemon games and as well as pokemon mystery dungeon great game never played mystery dungeon fantastic game the only pokemon game that i've played is pokemon snap what that's the only one yeah what i didn't have a game boy and then i never bought any of them for a game boy dance or anything to be fair i only i only really played red and green Mm -hmm. or fire red and leaf green what I mean, I remember my so I remember I my friends had them, and like I would watch them play because they were dope. All right, I'm but, fucking uh, rattled. I was. You don't like Pokemon Snap, my dude? Take the photos. Pokemon Snap is amazing. Launch an great. apple at their face Wait and take a photo. Of <laughs> Pokemon them. Snap is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Never had an N64, but played it at Ooh. my friends' houses. I mean, neither. Uh, specifically, what? Matt I, Forster. Shout out, Matt I Forster. Gotta shout out my parents who have my N64. I need to go take it. For Can me. I? Get it. Yeah. Wait a minute. You've played Fire Red and Leaf Green, and yes. you've only played Pokemon Snap. Yes. Oh no! Wait, I played. Well, I also played Mystery no. Dungeon. Can I show I've you guys also Pokemon played... Blue? Uh, how would I? Yes. I guess on emulators. Yeah. I've also played um, Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium is good too. I played a little bit of Stadium at a. It's a B tier Pokemon game, in my opinion. I played Colosseum, a bit. That's just the sequel, right? It's the same thing. The stadium, so, but there's like a story to it's a bigger it. Bigger Stadium. All right, so wait. I it's a Roman style stadium. I moved from California to New York in the year of 1998. My parents bought me a Game four. Boy Pocket. I think I was. I guess I Trevor was, wasn't born yet. He's no, a I was three. I was seven. Wait, no. If you were four, I was three. I was yeah. seven, going on eight. I moved. I had going first grade 30. in California. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been 30 since I was two. Um, moved to California. I finished first grade in California. We moved to New York in second grade my parents bought me a game boy pocket as a part of the move like sweet the sweeten the deal type situation yeah and i had mario super mario land two six golden coins and i had pokemon blue all right pokemon blue is top five games of all time for me really? damn damn i mean you could put that's a Pokemon game that high. 90, I know people love them. That's ninety percent. Like, seems seems I mean, intense. Ninety percent nostalgia, game, aren't they? Aren't they all the same game? Why are you yelling over me right now? <laughs> Sorry, I was look just, at your audio. I was only making eye contact with Trevor, and I was just like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they are all the same game, but Blue is the first. See what I'm saying? Right on. I mean, right on. Fire Red and Leaf Green is the reboots of those the reboots two, of, of those games. Gen. So I've yeah. played them pretty much. Yeah. Fuck man, I can't. You guys never played that. Gold. You never played gold or silver. Nope. Oh, I feel like it's past my time now. It's too late. I never got a 3ds, so I never played any of those. The biggest shame is that they've just been the same game for these past twenty fucking years. I do want to play the new one. It's boring. But also, yeah, like that's the thing, dude. Like, it's boring. I've played. I I went through the first three towns. Sword and shield. Yeah. Yeah. Shield and just was like whatever, dude. I would have gotten sword. Yeah. I still might. I, I just, it's. I mean, I, it it really disappointed me. The thing that put me off was that they didn't include all the Pokemon. Ridiculous! It's insane. So like, I don't know, man. I just 
I do want to play Mystery, the reboot Mystery Dungeon because Mystery yeah. Dungeon is a you, Mystery Dungeon DX or something like that. I think something like called? that. You should definitely play it. You would, I'm happy to. You would dig it. It's a cool. I think it's a roguelike. Okay, I love roguelikes. I think it's a roguelike. We're just rogue, playing Enter rogue... the Gungeon last night. Nice. I have. I played very little of it. It's I think fun. at a friend's place, but it looked really awesome, and I want to get it. That it's and just... Dead Cells are the the two best ones. Dead Cells I'm... I haven't played yet. Dead Cells is a motherfucker. I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I was playing Rage last night. Rage 2. Oh, uh, decent? It's all right. You yeah. know, I love an open world shooty shooty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whenever, like, the announcement, because I played the original Rage on my PC, and I was like, oh, my God, they're making a second one? Dope. And so I got it, and I got all the DLC for it, probably against my better judgment. Yeah. It's fun, you know? It's, it's fine. It's fine. There's nothing. I'm not going to tell anyone. Like, It's not going to be on this podcast. I'm not going to tell anyone, go get Rage 2 right now. It was it was fine. Yeah, that's how I honestly felt about Pokemon Shield. Um, I haven't finished it. The reason I bought a Nintendo Switch was because of Luigi's Mansion 3, the Pokemon reboot, and Animal Crossing. Yeah. So far, Luigi's Mansion lived up to the hype. Pokemon was trash. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, we'll see in a couple days, Animal Crossing is What about Breath of the Wild? Wonderful. Yes, <laughs> Breath of the Wild is unbelievable. As is Mario Odyssey. Those are the two flagships, obviously. But I didn't buy the system for those games. I bought the system for um, Zelda, Legend of Zelda, Breath yeah. of the Wild. Yeah. That's my f- my second Zelda game. I played the one on 3DS. What's it called? The fucking there's two a link between on... worlds. There's two of them on 3DS, which is um, Phantom Hourglass, not that one, and uh, link between worlds. Spirit Tracks, Link Between Worlds. Was that also on? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, 3DS. Right. Sorry. I was thinking original DS. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably. That Link Between right. Worlds is fucking awesome. And I played the original um, uh, Hero of T- uh, one of the original like Game Boy games because I got it at a flea market. And uh, I played it on my DS. Yeah. yeah. The old DS had that the original Game Boy. Like Minish Cap or some shit like that? No, nah, it was... I don't remember. It was, a top, it was a top-down... Yeah, looking motherfucker. The only one that I've ever played is um, Majora's Mask on N64, which I rented at uh, Blockbuster when I was a kid, (laughs) and I did not understand it, so I played it like once and didn't play it again. I've heard it's a very hard, dark and hard game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're gonna play on N64, oh, and I played like two seconds in the car while we went to go get lunch um, during when we were still working on your um, Switch. Yeah, you opened, you were like, you you were opened like, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you were like, check out this game. That was like fresh off of me having a Switch and being really gassed about it. Yeah, And I had it. I was like, cop, open the glove box. <laughs> you were like, it's dope. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll try it. He's, He's like, like running around. It is dope. Yeah. It's amazing. I just beat the third Divine Beast last night. So. Have you seen the speedrun animation that's on YouTube for it? We're going to have to watch that after this. I don't think so. And no, we're not because I don't want to see what the end is like. Oh, right. You haven't beat the game yet. Motherfucker. Um, no spoilies. All right. Uh, anyway, track number four, <laughs> Battery Kinsey. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was like a 45-minute tangent about video games. Whatever, man. We like a lot of things. All right. Uh, yeah, so Battery Kinsey reminds me of, uh, uh, which I was telling to Trevor, it reminds me of a, a battle song. It's probably why I like yeah. it, because a lot of my, some of my favorite songs are like, I would consider battle anthems, I guess. <sighs> what is that? What do you, what do you mean? Like when I hear I them, I imagine myself. I like when I'm hearing them, imagine either myself in front of or in an army, and like 
hyping everybody up for mm. a big battle like yeah like legends never die and all See, this, this stuff, seems so. more just like um approaching revolutionary to me with the drums okay yeah that's fair thoughts on that will that's fun yeah i'm reading the lyrics right now and i can kind of get trevor's angle also. all of my notes though are about um it seems like he's talking about a, a girl who has someone in her life whether it's a dad or her current significant other that's not the singer that is really shitty mm. <laughs> like keeps her locked away does not the best stuff to her uh and what he would do to get her into his life that's all of my notes in battery kinsey yeah huh because i'm reading these lyrics and i don't understand what you're saying no all right cool it's right at the end go to the end of the song towards the end of the song let me see um whoa why is this doing this weird thing with the ad just scroll up scroll up past okay it. um he kept you beneath him he kept you lock unlocking key he paid the wage you sent to me sent to me i don't know like he was trying to keep him away from her interesting is my that was my interpretation of it anyways. i love music god damn it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the fucking different Things we can all take away from the same song is just really awesome. I should have wrote down lyrics, probably. No, to, no, like, no. Support my... I didn't. I didn't either, and that's why I have it I didn't up write right down now. Any lyrics at all? Because it's also <laughs> the album. I have to like. My really... train of thought is a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and I have no notes, so the lyrics will help me realize what song we're talking about. This song is a fucking banger. Um, I enjoyed it. It was uh, my number two, I believe. Yeah, it's really good. It was in my top five, and I kicked it out. Harsh. It's I had great. to. There was too many good tracks. Um, um, all right. After that is the plane slash bitter dancer. Fucking love it. So my notes, I'll read you out because <laughs> I haven't done this in any of the other ones. I'll read you out my train of thought notes. So I said, start slow, just drum and some strumming. Tambourine? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then I said, chanting comes in around one minute. Yeah. I stops put... at two minutes. Singing commences. And then I said, I think that's where bitter dancer starts. And then I said, breakdowns, it breaks down again at 420. Yeah. Plays it. Is that when it's like at arm's length, I will hold you there? I think so. I love that. I put I, I dig the choir at the beginning. I, it felt like a Western song chanting. for me for some reason. Yeah. I love the chanting. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, this feels like the whole time, throughout the entire, I guess, two-part song, I felt like it was the story of an old spaghetti Western. For some reason, my, my mind was going to... The, the bitter dancer that shows up and gets a room is like a dancer who shows up in like a western town, like gets a room like above the bar at the. That's wild, man. You were making I love in your head. how and thematic you made this album. It makes me really happy. Dude, I don't know. That's what I do. And then, like, somehow she either ruins his life or his son's life. And so he either at that point starts holding her or his son at arm's length because either she did something to fuck up his life. Or somehow his son did something wrong, and so he's now holding him at his at arm's length. That was my whole thing. That was yeah, and I don't know. I like the tempo change part of the way through. Yeah, I also wrote yeah. that down. Yeah, but I don't the know, tempo the, changes in the in the songs are dope. The whole time it does that I in the other one too was just imagining one. the person he's singing about as like like with the long flowing like weird red dress type thing that you would see in westerns at times, like the little thing on their head. Interesting. And, like, that's the person that got the room. She's the dancer. 
or I don't know. That, that was my old. I don't know. Okay, you're you're <laughs> no, making you noises mean? like you should, you're embarrassed what yeah, you're saying, but, yeah. but but I like it. It's awesome. Uh, like yeah, I I start. That's what I do. I build a story around it. I guess that's fucking but, great. Like, like yeah. That's valuable, no, Trevor. No. Well, thank you. Stop acting scared. like it's a fucking <laughs> embarrassing thing. This is valuable. Well, thanks, man. But yeah, that's that's my all my notes though. For real though, like yeah, that song's yeah. a bop. I, I mean, don't know. I dug it. I, I I I got a western out of it. Nice, that's sweet. <laughs> um, and the track after that is helpless. Helplessness blues. Yeah, title track. Yeah, your my number one. Yeah, I did feel that. This starts in my mind though the. Love of Apples that I felt in this album. There's two songs where they talk about apples. Yeah, he's right. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? What's the deal with apples, man? They love like, apples, man. What's What's the deal? Damn. Um, but, yeah, no, I dug this one. It's uh, for me. I was like, it's kind of a love song almost. Also, is this the only track where they have an electric guitar? I think so. Yeah, I oh. noticed that. I was like, that's different. Yeah. Still didn't catch me as a single though. <laughs> No, I know, and it was the first one. They made yeah. a video for it too. I think. Oh wow! I think Ooh, I could be watch wrong. That. Their video is really cool. Their all their music videos throughout their career are made by the lead singer Robin's brother Sean Pecknold, and it's always they're all animated. Ooh, I think like, that. A la gorillas. Yeah, <laughs> but not that type of animated, like claymation <laughs> or like paper animation like yeah. they're they're sweet they're really cool papercraft or whatever um, you know. i think i'm wrong they're not all animation the first few are as of crack up i think at least one is with real people in it anyway this song is an all-time song for me um the album i've already mentioned is an all-time album but this song in particular more than any other one on the album really fucking hits um just like they they have a he has a thing with the opening lines on this album. I, I mentioned Montezuma's opening lines really strong, and I think Blue Spotted Tails opening lines really strong. Yeah. I think it's like why in the night sky are the are the lights hung, something like that. Yeah, it's it's evocative, right? Yeah. It's like you, it makes you like really picture what he's saying. This one, same thing. I was raised up believing I was somehow unique, like a snowflake distinct among snowflakes, unique in each way you can see. And then he goes on to say, like, but he doesn't want to be that way. He'd rather be a functioning cog in some great machinery. Mm. Um, I felt that. That was pretty serving cool. Serving something beyond me, right? Like, he doesn't want to be his own person. He wants to have a purpose, serve yeah. a purpose. Mm-hmm. That makes sense why that would kind of fuck you up in college. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all, I feel like we were all told that. It's like, no, you're special. And it's like, right. are we, though? Are you, though? told that. Oh, okay. I was I'm just told kidding. You lie. <laughs> you lie. So, damn. All right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we've all cried to an album in college, and I would say absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I cry cried, albums now. I cried to. It was more so in college. Probably a maybe. show of some sort, or but like never to an album. Really? Fuck. That's crazy. We're showing this man. That's crazy. Cow. You've never been to the point in your life where you were just listening to an album and it made you it made you uh, cry at all. No, I've only cried to a couple That's of. Wild. I've only cried to a couple of songs specifically, but also it wasn't sadness cries. It was this is so hype. I'm crying. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Man, Christ! For me, it was Frank Ocean's "Blonde" when it first came out. Yeah, and that was in a that was in a pretty tumultuous time in my life, and I was. <laughs> Man, that song could do it for me easy. <laughs> All right, wait, which song specifically? Um, nights. I don't remember. It might have been nights. It might have been. 
I mean, even Pink and White and like a White oh, Ferrari. Great. Skyline too. Oh, the whole fucking album. Yeah, because I would I would listen to the album front to back. Blonde is a and banger. I would skip like the like Facebook song. Facebook story. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> So helplessness. Well, also, so he starts talking about the orchard towards the end of the song. Yeah, if I had an orchard, I'd work till I'm raw. I was like, at first, I wasn't sure about that, but then I was like, I guess it's like, if he had something that he could believe in, yeah. he would do that thing all the time, right? Because at first, I'm like, I don't know if you would, because working on a farm kind of is hard, dude. Like, yeah, but I don't. know. I guess yeah, that's the whole thing. Is like if I had. Working for a purpose. The thing I know I wanted to do, I would do it every day. Right. Which I feel that because I still don't know what the hell I want to do. Exactly. I'm enjoying doing Nor this. Nor do I. Yeah. So I'm doing it, but yeah. like, I don't know what I like to do. So yeah. Like, and I felt that really hard. That was like a really that was really nice to be like, yeah, I feel that. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life either. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. I dug it. Sweet. And that didn't make you bump the song up on your list. No. Damn rip. He <laughs> was like, I feel it. But fuck this song. <laughs> Still not top three. I mean, I felt it with Montezuma too, with like the because it's classic. the start of the whole theme of this album, and I was yeah. like, no, I like the ones that made me go, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, Dope. the so more immediate shit. The next one was the Cascades, the um, Trevor's fave, my fave. The, yeah, just the instrumental. Yeah, loved it. I feel you. The I guitars mean, at the beginning it was very Spanish feeling. Yeah, and then the cascading sounds of the what was it, cymbals or yeah, I think it was cymbals. Just sounded like water or rain cascading down. I was like, sometimes yeah. that's all you want is an instrumental song. And it was, I mean, one of my favorite Black Keys songs is called Black Mud, and that's purely instrumental. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. I <laughs> love a good instrumental in the middle of like an album that has lyrics. Yeah, the band Real Estate does that a lot too, and they're really good at it. Yeah, I was surprised whenever it stopped. Like it, because I'm listening. I'm like, man, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. What's it gonna be about? And then it stopped, and I was like, fuck. That was cool. All right, yeah. cool. Let's go. Also, it transitions into like that. That's my second best transition on the album from the Cascades into Lorelei. It's got that like nice, really like methodical pace yeah. throughout Lorelei's Cascades, great too. and then just like slap Lorelei. Like that song hits right off the bat. Super so I, good. I think. Yeah, the first like minute of Lorelei. That is guitar so line is good. so clean. Like that's what really bumps Lorelai up on my yeah. list is just the beginning of the start of the it's song. Really it's really just so good. Like I was really close with um what was it? Um was Bedouin Dress mm -hmm. and Grown Ocean. But the start of Lorelai is just too good. <laughs> yeah, Lorelai is great. Also shout out Lorelai Gilmore. There it is. Gilmore Girls. That's what the song's about. Yeah. It's all about Gilmore <laughs> Girls. <laughs> it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Gilmore Girls, so I don't know. I, I just it. watched the entire show with my girlfriend. It's a uh, great show. Um, I've heard good things, so it's in my. In I, my I really like the line. I was old to you, old news to you by then. Yeah, I was taking that as like he missed his opportunity with her, and so by the time they were able to reconnect or whatever, he was like a dist It was like, oh yeah, I used to like you, but I've moved on with my life. Type that. So right. he's old news at that point, and I was right. like, damn. Damn. I've I have literally had someone tell me that exact thing Fuck. with like, man, you know. At that point in time, that would have been great. And I was like, why did you set me up with your friend then? But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Personal. <laughs> Personal feelings on some of these, you know? But It's crazy how much more you dug into the lyrics. I didn't even think about writing down lyrics at all. Yeah, it's wild. For some reason, I wrote down bottle line. Oh, yeah. Something about drinking during this song as well. Because he talks about a bottle at some point. 
So that's what I took it as was like he starts drinking at some point during this. But yeah. I don't know. And I really dug the ending with it was either a train. It sounded either like a train or a basketball. That's what I thought it was. Somebody <laughs> bouncing a basketball. Yeah. At first, I thought it was a train. And then as it like all the rest of the backing stuff went away and it was just that noise, I was like, that's more like a basketball. Yeah, they're great. They do a lot of like found sound or like field recording type of stuff. Even more so, again, on the next album, um, they have like audio of like a waves crashing on a shore. And like, again, they have, they do trains like clacking on train tracks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, actually, uh, between Blue Spotted Tail and Grown Ocean, the la- that like transition 15 seconds or whatever it is, is it supposed to be quiet ocean sounds or, or is it just white noise? I don't know off the top of my head. Because I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't tell if it was just white noise and it was like really, really quiet or if it was like. There wasn't definitely something. a noise there. It was something, right? Yeah. I could. I didn't know what it was, though. I didn't really. I didn't even take a note on it for some reason. Because it's for like a good amount of the end of uh, Blue Spotted Tail going into Grown Ocean. Um, but the next song. On someone the list, you'd admire. Yep. Someone you'd admire. So this one at first got me confused. This is where I wrote on my first listen. I feel like the songs are starting to blend together. I yeah. don't think, uh, like, this song didn't really stand out to me. I actually felt the same way about Blue Spotted Tail, though. <laughs> what? Blue Spotted Tail is so different. What the fuck? I know. It's, that's one of the most, one that's, of my, like, the most different song in the album, in my let's, opinion. Well, let's wait till we get to it, but yeah, like, I have a little Because the note. way it's mixed is so different. Maybe, so, I don't know, but anyways. You guys thought the Shrine and Argument was blending together? No, someone no, you admire. Just specifically said, someone you admire. I said... Yeah, just someone you admire. I think because it it was similar to other songs like um, Lorelei and Bedouin Dress and it, off my first listen, yeah. that it felt like it was just another song added as a track. Yeah. That's, that's why, fair. That's why I wrote that. It's probably towards the bottom of my... If I had to rank the entire thing, it would be towards the bottom. It was kind of, I think the, it would probably be at the bottom for me. Yeah. And it's not because I dislike the song. It's because it, nothing stand, stood out to me. Yeah, agree. I mean, I like the lyrics of this one. Because at first I was shoot a bit, him out. You, you're the you're the write down boy. <laughs> uh, at first I was well. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll look at the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, at first I was a little confused because I was like, who are these other people he's talking about? And then it was like, oh, okay, he's talking about himself. And there's like different parts of himself that are going to come out either during the relationship or something along those lines. Or it's like it's either a person that's gonna not like you or oh my gosh, how do you look at the rest of the lyrics? Do you just keep scrolling? That's it. That's all the lyrics for the song? Yeah. He spreads oh, them yeah, out okay. a lot. Someone who would throw you on the fire or someone that you would admire. Yeah. Or the two things. And I'm like, that's really interesting that I guess as they develop, it'll either be someone that she really digs or someone that he, like, I, I guess in his mind, he'll end up just getting rid of her. Right. So, and I thought that was interesting. I thought that was kind of a cool story to the lyrics to me. But it yeah. Like, that note is literally all I ever wrote about someone you admire. I didn't write about it again in my other two listens. Yeah. I, it's not a bad song, but it's not a remarkable song either. But yeah, then it goes into their second two-parter song, The Shrine Slash An Argument. Yeah. Which is a very interesting one. It's the longest song on the album. They do some really dope shit in it. I agree. Like I said before, this one is the one that I would put higher if it was just with his belting vocals. Yeah. There were some good vocals in it. It was great, and I want more of those vocals. So here's what I wrote in my first listen. Um, yeah, so the first note I put is he's got some great vocals. Yeah. That's what I wrote first off rip. 
and then I wrote breaks down at 225 and again at about 420 um, and then I said no drums some sort of strange tone and then 630 I put what am I hearing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I, and then I wrote, the and then I wrote fucked up horns question <laughs> yeah, mark yeah. and then at 740 I wrote is that a sitar which it might have been it probably was I don't know about that they yeah, had, it sounded like a sitar I counted I went to Wikipedia and looked at their like credits for the album and yeah. i counted 20 plus instruments so dang it was definitely a sitar that's yeah. what it sounded like yeah for me yeah like one of my a some couple indian feel i have two separate notes that are like belting those vocals some other note about the lyrics and then damn he needs to flex those vocals more often I uh, agree. and then my last note is horns are kind of cool comma the argument yeah, possibly? yeah. that's what i so yeah that was like. my thought on that but as with well. the vocals was the exact reason why i liked blue spotted tail so much because yeah. his vocals were elevated above everything else yeah for more sure so but he didn't the belt him like no 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 but he song. didn't need to true but i want more of those beltings man i want yeah, to hear him crazy. belt it more it was sh- really good yeah he's got a I feel voice like I'm, I'm shocked that that you guys don't rate it higher that's wild to me i love blue spotted tail i just i'm shocked y'all don't think helplessness blues the title track is as good as it is that's crazy too because that's that's number one easy for me like easy for me it's montezuma and blue spotted tail above everything else yeah and then other things yeah like for me it's hell was pretty easy and montezuma above no but i i mean corn ocean it's those three above everything and then for me it's just cascade at the top yeah which is wild apparently but that's i I don't think it's that crazy i i like the instrument that's why we're doing this pod because we all have different opinions different strokes for different folks yeah um but yeah so it goes into blue spotted tail yeah sweet i mean that's the best transition on the album to me big love the the contradiction of that fucking wild saxophone solo into like the really close intimate hushed strumming and vocal performance of blue spotted tail yeah is like I mean, you know, like massive. I would love to be in the room for like a small concert where he's just playing that song. Fucking, I couldn't even <laughs> like imagine. impromptu, like quick, like I three minute set imagine. where he just jumps up and like. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's like very existential, yeah. and the lyrics are wonderful. It's raining and outside. His humming is great. <laughs> I mean, the whole it's a perfect. It's a it's a really wonderful it's song. A great song. I feel yeah, like, I f- I feel it hard. Same. I feel really bad about my my note on here. Would you like, write? Kind of cool, and I was like. Because science about, like, why are the stars in the sky? I'm like, because they are. Um, <laughs> good questions, though. And then I said, overall, kind of eh. <laughs> That's crazy. I feel like as you it's, guys are, like, raving about it's how good it is. I'm like, I thought it was okay. It was all right. <laughs> it's at minimum the fifth best song. That's wild for me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's wild. Kind of. Uh, that song fucks me up. Yeah. I feel that for sure. I feel like if I was in a different place, that song could for sure fuck me up. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe one day I'll come back and listen to it and I'll be like, I was an idiot. But for now... No. No, you shouldn't. I feel overall... You it shouldn't was feel that kinda way. Kind of eh. That's fair. on it. Music is a very personal thing. Absolutely. For like, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. It couldn't be more personal. No. <laughs> um, and then but, it goes into Grown Ocean. Yeah, the last track on the album, which... Um, I put... I'm back digging. like upbeat again. Yeah. yeah. I put, it I'm, ends so nicely. Yeah. God, it's a fucking great album, guys. You should, so what you I should wrote, listen to this album. Uh, this is actually the first time I wrote about lyrics. <laughs> hey, there he is. Nice. I wrote, talks about meeting up with someone after a long while. In a dream, question mark? And then oh. I said, solid last song. Interesting. I didn't get any of that. I wrote, uh, I'm digging the, I dug the overall sound of the song. I thought it was really cool. Nice and upbeat. Uh, you know, figuring out life. Oh, I can't read that. Man, I need to work on my handwriting. Trevor, he belts in this song, too. Yeah. 
on the he didn't feel it my dude <laughs> I put the, the vocals and with the chimes was really cool he belts on this song uh-huh. though he like gets to the upper range of his register like he does on I don't remember it as much as the other song so and was this the other song with the apple in it um, I forgot which other song had apples in it. He says eucalyptus and orange trees are blooming. I don't think he mentions apples in it, though. He definitely mentions apples again in one of the other songs. He does. It's, it's more than once in a song. Like the sure. green apple. I think it might have been in the argument. This one he says, in that dream I could hardly contain it. All my life I will wait to attain it. That's when he's like really belting. Okay. Like, I'm not going to replicate it because it'll just sound terrible. It'll but. be harsh. How did you guys feel about the the last lines where like the instrumental kind of fades out and then it comes back up with just like a two or three part harmony at the very end? Mm-hmm. Did that hit you guys at all? I put I literally wrote down fitting end to the album. Yeah, I thought it was really nice. All I, I just wrote solid last song. Nothing, nothing okay. particular. Ah, oh, fuck. But I, I only listened to it three times. You've listened to it like a thousand times. I listened to it this, <laughs> when iTunes was my main source of music and kept track of my plays this was my most played album oh i forgot about that yeah that was lit i mean i also had twenty five thousand songs on my itunes at one point so yeah shout out limewire shout out frostwire when mx <laughs> napster you were a, you're you're all i'm old napster. yeah dude fuck <laughs> yeah bro i downloaded the first song i downloaded off of napster was the thong song by cisco wow yeah that's that's to date where i was at the hell of a was, song hell of a song out, i think january 1st 2000 didn't it come out in the start of the new year? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't put it past it. But um, yeah, no, I thought it was a great album. I would definitely recommend um, if you guys like folk, um, indie music, yeah. like indie rock. If you're susceptible to harmonies or lots of guitar or a banjo here and there, interesting instrumentation, tambourine, a band that fiddle. would use 20 fiddle different action. instrumentals or instruments rather. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad. You guys enjoyed it. I'm glad you listened yeah, to it. Yeah, I will definitely continue to listen to some of my top songs, um, which is why I added them to my playlist yeah. and stuff like that. I will say, I lastly, like if you guys listen to the album and you like it, if you want to listen to more, if you like the lighter, more harmonic ends of their music, go for their first album. If you like the more experimental kind of out there similar to like the shrine and argument type ends of their music go for their third album crack up um it's really nice to see like their self-titled is kind of like quote unquote a lighter album this one is a kind of in-between album and then crack up i think is like way out there experimental and kind of darker in tone um the band also like kind of broke up in that six-year time frame they took off oh wow the lead singer went back to school um the drummer left the band and became famous in his own right under the name father john misty if you're familiar with his music um heard of him yeah so he was a drummer on the second album but left the band gotcha as they toured on helplessness blues and made his own music um anyway yeah thanks for listening yeah Yeah. uh, absolutely and guys um drop uh, your favorite track, if you have listened to it, or if you listen to it because of the podcast in Please. the uh, in the comments, I would like to see what everybody thinks Me too. about um, the album. I want to feel strongly about it and yeah. be mad about it if you guys don't agree with me. Yes, yeah, so. thank you so much for showing us yeah, this thanks, album, man. man. Absolutely, it was I'm gonna, good. Gonna keep bringing the albums. Yeah, and we'll catch you guys next time.